Support for this podcast comes from the Florida Atlantic University College of Business, home to over 8,000 students, seven departments, and an impressive offering of interdisciplinary and professional development programs taught by the college's world-class faculty. Learn more at business.fau.edu. There's overpricing going on right now, but the on average and anecdotally, it's not tremendously overpriced. Nowhere near where it was, again, a decade ago. But you need to sit down no matter where you are in this country and say, well, where are we with pricing today and how far on average are we above where we should be? Good morning. This is Home Pricing Trends, and I'm Ken Johnson with Florida Atlantic University's College of Business. Today, I want to talk to you about where we are in the real estate cycle and do a little comparison as to where we were at the peak of the last cycle. As you talk to your neighbors, as you talk to people at work, what's on many folks' lips these days is where are we with home pricing? What's going to happen next? We're clearly above a long-term pricing trend right now. And so today's episode, I want to spend some time making some comparisons between where we are today and where we were at the peak of the last cycle, and at least do a little cursory look at where we are historically when we get to the peaks of the cycles. So what I'll start out with is talking about three different regions, if you will. One is the U.S. as a whole. The other, we're going to concentrate on Miami, and by that I mean Miami Metro. And then the third area that I'll, that we'll be discussing today will be Dallas, and that's really the Dallas Metro area. And what I want to do is compare how far above the average pricing trend or where we should be today in all areas, across the country as a whole, most every major city in the U.S., definitely in Dallas, definitely in Miami, we're above the long-term pricing trend. Also, I want to compare what's the pressure on the demand for home ownership, and in particular, the downward pressure, which all areas are experiencing to some degree. And I do some work with the Braha Hardin and Johnson Buy Versus Rent Index. And one of the things the index does is actually provides you with an indicator of how much downward pressure is there on the demand for home ownership. So really then, what we're doing today is looking at how far overpriced are we on average, comparing it to a decade ago, looking at what's the downward pressure on on the demand for home ownership today and comparing it to where we were at the, at the peak of the last cycle. And also, if we have a little time, we'll go back and look historically where we are. So let's start with the U.S. as a whole. If we look at the U.S. as a whole in terms of the the downward pressure on the demand for home ownership, we can look at the Braha Hardin Johnson Buy Versus Rent Index And the scores range between one and zero, with a score of one saying that there's extreme downward pressure on the demand for home ownership, with a score of zero saying there's no pressure one way or another, and a score of minus one, that would indicate that there's extreme upward pressure in the in the demand for home ownership. So today, pretty much the whole country and every major metropolitan area, we're above zero. So what we're going to be discussing is downward pressure. In the U.S. as a whole, if we look back at the peak of the last cycle, the downward pressure was measured by BH&J, Braha Hardin Johnson Buy Versus Rendex, Index, as one. In other words, there was roughly about a one in a hundred chance that an individual could buy a home and build more equity and incur the cost of home ownership and build more equity and that, that translating into wealth 
as opposed to renting and re- the same home and reinvesting in a portfolio of stocks and bonds. And when you're at one, that's, again, you have a one in a hundred chance of home ownership winning that race. When you're at negative one, on the other hand, you have about a one in a hundred chance of renting and reinvesting, winning the wealth creation race. So when you look at the la- the peak of the last cycle and the U.S. as a whole had a BH&J score of one, there was virtually no chance, virtually, again, no chance that an individual could own and build more wealth by increasing the equity in their home. And obviously, after the fact, we saw, obviously, the prices plummeted tremendously because there was the demand for home ownership was disappearing. There was extreme downward pressure. So the score was one. Looking back, we shouldn't be surprised. Historically, those scores have never approached one prior to the last cycle. Today, then, the question is, where are we today? Today, in the U.S. as a whole, currently the BH&J score is .039. In other words, it's really close to zero. So there's virtually no real significant noticeable downward pressure in the U.S. as a whole on the demand for home ownership. So that's a good sign, quite honestly. So then we would say, well, where are we with our pricing now and in the past. So historically, you would see before the last, the peak of the last cycle, 2006, seven, depending on where you were in the country, you would see scores of BH&J range up to 0.2 or down to minus 0.2. Last cycle, they did peak. And at the time, we also saw a peak in pricing. And for the U.S. as a whole, that peak was 31 actually 31.03%. On average, housing in summer of 2007, housing in the U.S. was 31.03% above its long-term pricing trend, where the long-term pricing trend is the, the, the trend line, if you will, where pricing should be based on historically past pricing, and you just simply project a trend through that. Is that perfect? No. But it gives you a good idea of where you should be. But at the time, in 2000, summer of 2007, the average home was 31.03% above that trend. Again, another reason to see why prices came down. So you had a, a major downward pressure on the demand for home ownership in 2007, and you had significant overpricing at 31%. Okay, Today, we are on average 7.3% above. The average home in the U.S. is 7.3% above its long-term pricing trend. Is that comforting? No. But we're nowhere near where we were a decade ago. So as the U.S. as a whole, then, you know, that we should ask ourselves, are we going to have another crash? Well, we're not in the prediction business, although I'm asked all the time to 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 make predictions, and I inevitably do fall into a bit of a trap and make suggestions perhaps, but our real goal is to provide you with information that creates a more informed consumer so you can make better decisions. There was really no information out there for you a decade ago. So if we look at the whole of the U.S., things, at least to me, don't appear that concerning. Again, we have weak downward pressure on the demand for home ownership virtually none. 
and we're only marginally overpriced, especially relative to where we were a decade ago. But then you say, is that, well, is that uniform across the U.S.? Are some cities performing differently than others? And the answer to that is, yes, they are. And as a matter of fact, some cities are performing significantly different than they did a decade ago and in opposite directions. So I want to highlight two particular cities. And when I say cities, I do, again, mean the metro area. So we want to spend some time on Dallas, and we want to spend some time on Miami. So looking at Dallas in 2000, summer of 2007, the BH&J score for Dallas was 0.36. So in other words, there was some downward pressure. Not one like it was in the U.S. So Dallas, relative to the rest of the country a decade ago, wasn't experiencing the extreme downward pressure on the demand for home ownership. Their pricing at the time, based on the long-term pricing trend, they were 1% above where they should have been. Today in Dallas, the BH&J score is 0.92. It's getting really close to 1. So there's extreme downward pressure now on the demand for home ownership in Dallas, Texas. So much more extreme than it was a decade ago. The average overpricing in Dallas today is 32%. Let me say it again. The average home in the Dallas metro area is 32% above its long-term pricing trend. Okay. So... Dallas, what was going on a decade ago, Dallas really didn't experience much of the bubble. Their prices did go down. They came back rather quickly. And the reason they, I believe, did not experience the catastrophe that most markets experienced a decade ago was they were barely above their long-term pricing trend, and there wasn't much downward pressure on the demand for home ownership in Dallas. And I can't say why this is going on today, but perhaps it's because people in Dallas think the bubble really didn't affect us last time. Well, yes, it didn't affect you because your 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 metrics were right. Your numbers were right to have, to have avoided the worst of the bubble a decade ago. But today, you have extreme downward pressure um, on the demand for home ownership in Dallas, and you are, again, on average, 32% above your long-term pricing trend. If we turn to Miami, on the other hand, and we go back a decade, what we find is that the BH&J score for Miami, Metro Miami, a decade ago, roughly, wow, it was at one. Virtually no chance to own and create more wealth as opposed to renting and reinvesting. So there was extreme downward pressure on the demand for home ownership in, in, in Miami a decade ago, and the average overpricing in the Miami Metro market a decade ago a little longer, if you if you allow me that, uh, was sixty six percent. The average home in Miami metro area was sixty six percent above its long term pricing trend in the summer of two thousand and seven. So Miami was a perfect storm: extreme downward pressure, extreme overpricing, a decade ago at the peak of the last cycle. So now the question is, where are we today? So today in Miami, you're seeing a BH&J score of 0.28. That is concerning, but it's not one. It's not zero, but it's clearly far less extreme than it was a decade ago. And the average overpricing in the metro area, Miami metro area today, is 22%. So 
is it clear sailing for Miami? No. But by the same token, is it the perfect storm that we saw a decade plus ago? And the answer is no, it's, it's not. Matter of fact, Dallas is in much more uh, of an area of danger, if you will, than Metro Miami. So you have to say, well, so why why are these things different? Now, we can't tell you that. It, it's some speculation and some based on your gut and experience. And, and I kind of think it has to do with the consumers in the markets. In Dallas, while, while there are underlying underlying fundamental drivers of value of rents and, and ownership, in the end, there is the consumer making a decision. And I think cognitively for consumers in Dallas, they view that the last the bubble, the last peak of the last cycle, wasn't that bad. And it wasn't for them. And it wasn't going to be. In Miami, looking back, I think, our local population, I'm here in the southeast Florida area, views, well, if we're nearing the peak of the cycle again, it's going to be a, a catastrophe for housing prices. Perhaps not. You know, I, 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 I can't predict, but I, I just would encourage you, if you live in either of the two cities, you need to look at, well, so what is the downward pressure on the demand? for home ownership. How far are we above the long-term pricing trend? And again, both cities are above the long-term pricing trends right now, and they do have some degrees of downward pressure on the demand for home ownership. Miami's just not where it was a decade ago, and Dallas is a lot worse. So what's going to happen? I don't know. I think it's going to come down to the consumers uh, I, and making more informed decisions. So I would tell Citizens in both markets, I'll just advise on the buy side today, to be able to advise to the sell side is pretty simple. It's the opposite of the buy side. So on the buy side, I would just tell you, negotiate aggressively. Do your due diligence. Don't be afraid to buy, but make sure that the price can be supported. And there's and also keep in mind that what you're looking at is something more than a financial investment in terms of, hey, I want, I want to send my kids to the schools that I think are right for them. I want certain amenities in the home. I want certain amenities in the neighborhood. A home is something much more than a financial investment. But if you're making a purchase decision in these cities, then you need to do your due diligence and be aware of where these cities are positioned in their real estate cycle right now. So, can we extrapolate this to the U.S. as a whole? Not in the time that we have today. But in every city, you should be doing virtually the same thing. Uh, we do have four. We have four data on 400 metropolitan areas around the U.S. We, we cannot crunch all of the data just with a few of us here. But every time we pick a metro area, we see that they are some degree overpriced. So there's some, there's overpricing going on right now. But the on average and anecdotally, it's not tremendously overpriced. Nowhere near where it was, again, a decade ago. But you need to sit down no matter where you are in this country and say, well, where are we with pricing today and how far on average are we above where we should be? Okay. So concluding, I would like to say, you know, we're not in the prediction business here. What we're in is the business of trying to create more informed consumers. So we want to give you information to help you make a more informed decision about your housing purchase and or even rental decisions. There's a lot of freely available data out there, FHFA, Federal Housing Finance Agency, that, that data is available to you, uh, comes out quarterly. 
You can also find readily, freely available data at the Braha Hardin Johnson Buy versus Rent Index. That's at business.fau.edu forward slash buy versus rent. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter at FAU Housing Econ. So, with all that being said, I've enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to speaking with you guys in the future. Thank you very much. Home Pricing Trends is part of the FAU College of Business Podcast Network. Learn more at business.fau.edu forward slash podcasts. Mm-hmm.